You do what you need to do. I'm just here to smile. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. Real quick before we get started today, we just wanted to mention that we do have some updates and stuff going on inside the Million Dollar Academy. Mm -hmm. We are updating our community inside the Academy. Previously, we had a community portion inside Facebook, and it was fine, but we have decided to level it up a little bit. We're classing things up around here. We are going to be using an app. It's called Heartbeat, and you can put it on your phone. And then you can just go to this Heartbeat app and that will have everything that is going on inside the Million Dollar Academy. Not all of the courses, there'll be some courses in there, but it's basically going to be like a good touch point for what's kind of going on in the Academy. It's where people can talk. You can chat with the other members inside of the Academy. You can chat with us. I'm hopefully going to start making some just, you know, mindset, lifestyle, just being an entrepreneur all the garbage that goes along with that. I'm going to start <laughs> making oh, some garbage. Yeah, it's good gar- stuff. It's, it's, it's good important. stuff. But I, well, I slip into like mind garbage all the time. Like I've really spent the last six months kind of trying to just get my head a little straight because I can sometimes get into funks about things just mm-hmm. because I get overwhelmed. There's too much going on. That's what I mean about like entrepreneurial gotcha. garbage. It's just all that stuff that comes with it. And I found that I had to really kind of just start getting a little better at getting my head around things. And so I'm just, I'm like, well, if I'm learning this, I might as well bring you guys all along for the ride with me. So might as well share. So that kind of stuff's going to all be in there. That, and then we are updating our courses, especially like we're right now we're hitting hard the numbers portion of the academy. We're trying to make them easier, quick, actionable. And we're redoing the videos or we're doing the spreadsheets. Well, the spreadsheets are done, but we're redoing the videos that go along with these spreadsheets now. Those will be coming out here soon. So we're really excited about it because it's just kind of like Kitty said, it's going to be so much easier, so much mm-hmm. smoother to go through. And, well, and all the changes we made in the courses and the spreadsheets are all based on the feedback that we have gotten yeah. from Academy members. Because, yeah. you know, when we first started, we made it based off of what we knew and what our experiences were. But that's not universal for everybody. So we've made them even better, quicker and easier to use. I think it's all going to be great because I know fall seems like it's long off because we're all still, <laughs> you know, sweating here in July. <laughs> but it will be here before you know it. Yep. And f- and fall and winter is really um, when most landscapers slow down and have time to kind of dig into this stuff even more. So we want to have it all polished up and ready to go for you. Yep. And then we're adding courses, too. There's more stuff on sales and getting your mindset right on that. So there's just a lot more changes we're being implementing yeah, here soon. Making it even better. Yep. Not that you have to wait till fall to join. You're no. welcome. But the, the academy, there is, we, we do still have one-on-one slots available and the group coaching is always in there. So if you don't want to wait till fall... We're just kind of doing it dirty. We're just getting it in there as we get it done. So I think that's going to really be great. The updated community portion is going to be hopefully really fun. And yeah, the courses, we always try to make them better. We're not teachers. We are not natural teachers. We are literal landscapers that decided to do this. And so if our teaching comes off as a little awkward, please know that we're trying. And we we are more making the improvements that we can. But neither one of us was ever a teacher. No, no, we've learned a lot. And uh, like that's one of the main reasons we're changing. So we've had this academy for a few years so some of those well, videos are older and yeah not, not that they're wrong them, or bad information all the information's good we're just 
a little cringy. Yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> okay. So today's podcast, we really want to dive into creating a great customer experience. And this is one of those things that's really going to help differentiate yourself from your competitor because everybody does great work. Everybody does quality work. Everybody has great employees. But if you can provide that great experience along the way through your customers, it's really going to you know blow you up because people are going to want to recommend you to other people. Well, that's half the battle. I could not even tell you how many times I have talked to people and they did not have good customer experiences, not just with, like with the trades industry in general, but landscaping in particular. And it's embarrassing. So we can fix that. Yep. And uh, <laughs> one, one stat, if you don't think customers' experiences is, is that important, there's one stat I have here. It says from a recent study, 75% agreed that customer experience was an important factor in their decision to purchasing a product. So this is just a recent study from 2022. I forgot where it's sourced from, but I'll put it in the show notes. But it's true. Like people look at these types of things, you know, they're not just going on Amazon ordering a product. And if it doesn't work, you send it back. This is like a big deal when people are purchasing mm-hmm. from you, especially if you're doing a landscape project, you know. It's, and especially if you want them to be a repeat customer yep. and to tell their friends, especially if they're big jobs. And if you have customers that have money, they probably have friends with money. Yep, so. absolutely. So <laughs> we'll get into that right after we're from our sponsors. The only app every landscaper needs, CompanyCam makes it dead simple to communicate, document, and problem-solve with guys in the field, no matter where you are. CompanyCam brings documentation, communication, and liability protection together in one simple, easy-to-use app for you and your entire team. Take unlimited photos and videos, share custom reports, create flawless before and afters, and even communicate and share progress with homeowners with galleries and project timelines, all from your smartphone. Company Cam, the only app every landscaper needs. Check it out at companycam.com slash million or in your app store. If you run a landscape or lawn care business, you know the work never ends. There's customer service, hiring staff, mounds of paperwork. The to-do list just goes on and on. Plus, you still need to do the actual work that pays your bills. Running your entire business with pen and paper alone is just hard and really plain messy. You know you need a better system to stay on top of everything so nothing falls to the cracks. Jobber is a mobile and online app that helps keep your business organized and looking more professional than ever. With Jobber, you can quote jobs, schedule your crews, send out invoices, Accept payments online all in one place. You won't know how you ran your business without it. Jobber offers free one-on-one coaching to help get you started. And there's no software experience needed. Get paid on time, go paperless, and impress your customers. Try it for free today at getjobber.com forward slash MDL. This podcast is brought to you by Busy Busy. Busy Busy is so simple to use, and it's the most reliable GPS time tracking app on the market. And the best part is, it was built for landscapers. Busy Busy's founder created Busy Busy because he owns multiple construction companies and needed to understand better which projects were making him money and which projects were killing him. Payroll is the highest variable cost in the project, so you better be tracking it. Busy Busy does this better than anyone else. So download Busy Busy today and don't forget to mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast to get three free months. We want to take a quick second to tell you about our friends over at Cycle CPA. I can't even express to you how important it is to have a good accountant on your side. You know you want accurate bookkeeping and financial statements every month. Instead, you're often left with limited time to focus on the accounting side of your business and no reports to show for it. 
At Cycle CPA, the landscaping accountants, they not only handle the bookkeeping, but also provide landscape industry benchmarking, job costing, financials by service line, advisory meetings, and much more. Cycle CPA has a team of landscaping accountants available to provide anything from bookkeeping to CFO services. Visit CycleCPA.com and for $100 off, mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast. If you want to get the leads you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try Send Gym. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So if you haven't already, go to sendgym.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendgym.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. Alrighty, guys. So today, like I said, we wanted to dive into looking at your customer experience that you have. And I really recommend that you take a step back and think and act like your customer. So from the time... the experience you are giving your customers. Yes, exactly. So I want you to look at everything from the time they either look at your website, they call you up, they see your vehicles out somewhere. The first time they call you, everything, all the way through to the even after they sign the contract, after the job's done, there's still a whole process of things that should be done. So I encourage you to really look at it. And this is really could be a selling feature for you is, you know, if they're deciding between you and somebody else and yours is, you know, thousand dollars more, you know, obviously more money. And they ask you, well, why should I go with you? You're more money. Well, it could be our customer experience. And here's what we do in our customer experience. And you start laying that out more than likely your competition is not doing that. They're not giving them right. some Right, and you can't process. just say that you do it. You have to actually do it. Well, yes, just absolutely. So, well, because a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, well, we do great, and it's going to be awesome. And then they drop yeah, not so, one ball, but all the balls. <laughs> yeah, so I, I really encourage you just to take a step back, look at everything that you do in your business through the eyes of your customers. It could really be an eye-opening experience, like, Go through your website and see, you know, if I was looking for a lawn maintenance or if I'm looking for a landscape yes. design, whatever it is. And just a little tidbit, if you designed your website and you've looked at it too many times, have, some else. have somebody else do <laughs> yeah. it. Get somebody that you trust to give you honest, constructive feedback in a healthy and nice way. Mm-hmm. Because I can't even look at our own websites anymore because I've seen them so many times yeah. that I'm not a good judge of what is good and bad because I've looked at it way too much. Yep. But I can ask my sisters to look at it and be like, hey, do you understand this? Like, if you look at our website, do you know what we do? Do you know what we offer? Do you know what's going on? Mm-hmm. And they will honestly either be like, oh, yeah, this is sense or girl, what are you doing? This is garbage. Mm-hmm. So find somebody that will give you good feedback. Yeah. All right. So tip number one is to really just overall listen to your customers' wants and needs. And this can be done in, in many different ways. So if you have them go to your website and they fill out a form, make sure you're asking the right questions that are on there and listening to what they actually want. Or if you happen to go on there, you know, to their site and visit their place and talking to them, listen to everything they have to say and really listen to it. Not just like be thinking, oh, we can do this while they're talking. You need to actually physically listen and pay attention to what they're saying. And then what I found is actually repeating back some of the terms they use. So a good example is if they say that they wanted, I'm trying to think here, like a brick paver patio, whatever it is, 
and you call it something else, say, okay, well, so what I'm getting here is that you want to have a patio, a brick paver patio yes, in this backyard. Yes, use the brick paver patio is, is the exact, key word. Yeah, repeat yeah. back exactly what they say, even if it's not necessarily correct. Maybe, even if even it's, it's wrong, wrong, even if they yes. don't use the right terms. landscaping terms, yes. just say it back to them yep. regardless, because those are the words that they know. And actually use that even into your proposal. Write it out that way. That's what they understand. And, you want them to understand it. Yep. And I just wanted to chime in on the actual listening part. Because yes, you're the expert and yes, you know better. So if they are saying something that is wrong and won't work, just let them get their point out because you may be able to come to the same conclusion of what they really want. You Mm -hmm. might just have different ways of going about doing it. So Yeah. And the other thing I will suggest is smile when you're talking to the people. Always be smiling. If you answer your phone, smile. If you know, you can tell there's a difference. Like if you're smiling or if you're just like, I've heard that there are studies on this. Like if you actually smile, you'll feel happier. And people like to see smiling faces. But if you're someone who has, I I sometimes naturally look mad and I'm not mad. It's just that I'm not smiling. So (laughs) somebody who has a little bit of grouch face, uh, it can be hard. (laughs) And well, kind of a little bit on that note is uh, one thing I heard a long time ago in an accountability group that I had they had a person that answered the phones and, you know, normally they call them the secretary, but they call them the director of first impressions because like that's, that. I, I love that. I fell in love with that when they said that because that's the first person that customer is speaking to. And it's very mm-hmm. important that they're trained to smile while the talk and ask the right questions and be courteous. Well, and if that is the first line, your first line of defense, not defense, defense. but <laughs> that is the first interaction that one-on-one like in person that somebody might be having that makes a big difference and i have a good example of this is the indiana office of the state chemist like that's where you have to call in indiana if you have problems with your herbicide license pesticide certifications and stuff like that i hate calling there because the secretary is so mean (laughs) the lady that answers the phone i have a picture in my head that she's like smoking like six packs a day and she's worked there for like 40 years. Yeah, she's Monster just, Incorporated type it is, it is a little bit like Roz on Monsters, Inc. She's just, she's not friendly. She's not pleasant. She's not real helpful. But I do sometimes have to call there because I have questions just about getting people's uh, pesticide license, you know, transferred into, like if they come from out of state and all this kind of stuff. And I dread it with a stomachache every time because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to talk to that mean lady and I don't want to. So it's a real thing. It is. It is. First impressions matter. So again, just make sure you're listening to the customer. Repeat back what they say and really hone in on what they're saying. I Like, I get it. I, I'll be thinking, oh, I could be doing this. And they're talking here, but I'm not really paying attention. I know they're talking, but focus well, on what they're pay saying. Pay attention because you can always write down your upsell thoughts that you had later afterwards. You can always write that down later. <laughs> so this one kind of goes along with Katie started going into was be transparent and honest with the customer about something. So like Katie said, if they give you an example or a suggestion, things that, that you know won't work, educate them on that. Don't just come out and say, well, that's not going to work. Take a tactical f- approach to this and, and you be an educator on this and tell them like, no, you know, this really won't work this way. And give them the reason why. Scott has to do this for me all the time. I love to look on Pinterest and What's... watch HGTV and I get, I get crazy ideas from the internet of stuff we want to do in our house. And he's like, no, no. And I'm like, why, why, why can't we do this? They did it on TV in 10 minutes and it looked great. And you're always like, well, let me show you. So he is pretty nice about crushing my hopes and my dreams for house (laughs) renovations in a way that makes sense. But if you don't know the ins and outs and the, you know, the behind the scenes, 
then you don't know that it might not be possible. And this is exactly the reason why is because everything online, you know, like you said, Pinterest. Oh, or yeah, get on all, Instagram. Everything's gorgeous. HGTV, but. all these types of shows and everything going on, everything just makes everything looks great, but doesn't always work. So you have to be an educator on this. It and either I, doesn't work or the people are very unaware of the budget. Well, that, well there's that. <laughs> but I, I can I have two stories here. So one was I had a customer that had a waterfall, a pondless waterfall done by somebody else, and it wasn't working. So I get out there and I see the base where the water's at and the pump's at, and I can tell by, I don't remember exactly how long, it was a pretty long waterfall. There was not enough water capacity in this basin mm-hmm. to support that water. So I ask him, like, you know, when you turn it on, I'm assuming it gets about halfway and runs out of water. He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, it's because this basin area is not big enough. We'd have to put a new basin in here and make it larger, you know, but I'm like, the area he had it in wasn't big enough, so we'd have to do some modifications. Now that's not the problem. So I had like literally tried to explain to him, like, well, you have this, you know, whatever. I figured out how many gallons, 250 gallons or whatever it was. Did the math, showed him, like, okay, coming down this far. They still didn't agree with what I said. I didn't get the job. I kind of let it go because they did not understand it. But Well, because we weren't going to do the job wrong and then have them be even more unhappy. Yeah, so I, like, <laughs> I tried to explain to him. I did the best I could. But again, I just took the time to try to show him, and I even broke it down to the math because th- this person was an engineer too. So I thought so he would think get that it. They would understand the math. So that's why I was like, okay, this person needs to see the math, needs to see the details and stuff. No, didn't get oh, it. So. It, so moral of that story: sometimes it just doesn't yeah. work. But would you rather be the guy that didn't do the job, or the one that, would, like the original installer, did it wrong? Yeah. You don't want to get the reputation to be the one that does things wrong. The other one I can say is. People would always, when they call us for water or ponds or anything, they want it like way out away from the house. That is odd, yeah. So I try to explain to them, wouldn't it be nice to have this near your house so you can actually hear the waterfall? So you're out yes. sitting in, you know, in your kitchen, you can look out, you see the waterfall, or you have your window open if your bedroom's right there, you can actually hear the sound of running water at night. Oh, yeah, I never thought about that. It's just little things, but they don't you, think about you it. are the professional. You need to educate them and why I've explain seen reasons people's why. Yards, like, like they, I think it's over on randolph anyway they have this big huge front yard with this yeah. pond like smack dab in the middle it's probably 100 feet this... up the house okay you don't know which one oh, i'm talking yeah. about oh, yeah. and i'm like what is the point of that other than to like have fish out there to feed the blue herons yeah. i don't know i'm like you can't even see it from the house yeah so again yeah. it's just one of those things that you know this would be better here and give yeah. them suggestions and explain the reason why most of the time people are like willing to understand and the other thing we had talking about ponds here but Indiana's flat, at least where we're at, northwest Indiana. Oh, we're in northwest Indiana. It was once covered by three separate glaciers. So that's why as you progress (laughs) through the state, it gets hillier and hillier. But our very northern portion is very flat. It is. Thank you, glaciers. So people always want, I call them anthills. Like they literally want this to have like this five foot tall waterfall, like hump in the middle of the yard. I'm like, it It looks ridiculous. Yeah, it doesn't really blend in. You know, if you wanted something like this, we can make a larger mound and have boulders and trees and all that stuff. There's things you can do to negate the flatness. Yeah, but people literally just want like a hump in their yard and this waterfall shooting out of it. I'm like, "Mm, that's not the best solution. I'm like, let's blend it into their natural surroundings here. So it's again, it's just be an educator and teaching people, but be honest with them and let them know. And if it's something that the waterfall example where the engineer didn't want me to do it, I didn't want the job because, like Katie said, it's no. it wouldn't do us any good. It's going to give us a bad rap 
for something that because if you're when you're knowledgeable and confident in what you're doing you have the confidence to tell people no yeah sorry you know we're not we're apparently we're not gonna be the right fit here so Mm -hmm. uh, here's a couple other companies if you like to call them yeah go ahead so yeah have fun so just again (laughs) just be honest with them and, and open about everything the next one is probably one of the biggest ones i probably should have put this number one but it's communicate with your customers this is the number one when people mm-hmm. are complaining it's because well, I've, I've told the story a hundred times my sister always thinks that her landscaper is not coming back or the person that was doing their deck mm-hmm. she is always convinced that they took her money because they usually get like half down or whatever and are never showing up mm-hmm. and i'm like they're coming back i'm like how long's it been she's like i haven't heard from them in, in five days they haven't been here i'm like you're fine they're they always have luckily yeah. but if people are paying a lot of good money i mean Especially for bigger jobs, people, you don't know, maybe that was their whole vacation money that they decided to spend on their yard, or maybe they've been saving for this for three years. It's a big deal to them. Oh, yeah. No, definitely be communicating. Let them know what's going on. And I like to do this from the get-go, from, you know, the time they sign the contract. Okay, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, here's how the process is going to go. After, you know, you sign the contract, we're going to work on getting the materials, and I can give you a timeline of when we're going to start or how it's going to go. But I explain the process. And actually, I'm thinking about this, actually, when I was doing this, is like, why can't we create a, like a a checklist or something that they have when they're done, after we give this proposal, like, step one, we're going to be doing this. We're going to get the materials. To, to the customer? Yeah, and then they can well, see, okay, I never then after that this, either. we're going to be coming in with the materials. I, like, I would so tell people. So they know where they're at yes, in the process, because you know where you're at in the process, but yeah, if it's not I haven't done this, but I'm like, why don't we do this? Like, doing this podcast thing, I'm like, why don't we do this, so. But giving us some way for them to understand what's going on. And the way I like to look at this is a lot of times people have never hired a landscaper. They don't know the process. They've never dealt any construction. Not all customers, but some, you know, have never dealt this. So they don't understand the process at all. They don't understand that their yard might look like a bomb has gone off. And this is something I tell people, like, especially if I'm doing a whole backyard, you know, big waterfalls and all this stuff. Oh, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess. It's going to look like a bomb has gone off for a few days, but you'll start to see the progress as we go through. But I just want you to be aware of this. And it helps relieve their mind when they come out there and they see there's piles of dirt and, you know, Mm -hmm. we have pallets of rock. You know, we keep it organized for us, but it looks like a mess because it's dirt. You know, before it was grass, now it's dirt. Like when you first plug in a pond, it's all muddy and disgusting. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. so just letting them know what's going on. And then I personally like to have the foreman, the crew leader, whatever you want to call them, give the customer an update every single day if if mm-hmm. the customer's there. If not, there's tools out there that like Company Cam is one that one of our sponsors. Company Cam is a great tool you can use to. Ooh, how does that work? So you can I, have I, your. I, would, I didn't. I don't know about this part of Company so, Cam. Tell me. Tell me. Well, Company Cam is all about photos. So the nice thing you can have your crew leader take some pictures like in the morning. They can do some pictures in the evening. You can actually send those to the customer and say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, here's pictures of your progress of today so they can see it. So if they're not there, they can actually see what's going on. You can, I can tell you homeowners will flip out. Oh, that yeah. is a thousand percent what people want, yep. especially when they're dropping some good dang good money. Yep. They want to be sitting at their job and be able to pick up their phone and see that and be like, oh, look, here's what the, my landscapers did today. And they, if they're at the office when they do this and you're making good progress, guess what they're going to do? They're going to show all their friends. Yep. Yep, exactly. And this is part of that customer experience that's really going to set you apart. So like I said, just using something like company cam can really help you that. But it's always nice to let the customer know what's going on. Okay, today we're finished up. We have this done. We have this done. Tomorrow we'll be back and we're going to start this. Or if you can't be back, you know, okay, you know, I'm sorry, it rained today. We are kind of stuck where we're at until it dries up. We'll be back and we'll be in contact with you in two days to see how it, you know, if it's sunny out and dries up, blah, 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 whatever it is. But let them know. 
If you're not going to be there for today or tomorrow, let them know and give them the reason why. Just create that whole process through and just communicate, over-communicate with everything that's going yes. on. I was going to say the same thing. Communicate to the point where you think it's yep. a little annoying, and that's probably what, mm-hmm. that's probably a good spot to hit for the homeowner. Even at the end, you know, when the project's all finished, part of that communication is giving the customer material on like how to care for the plants, how to mm-hmm. care for the water feature, how to well, sure. care for the timer or whatever it is. Let them know. That's part of the, the whole process. And then even after the job's done, follow up and say, hey, just checking in with you. See if you're happy with your waterfall. If you have any questions or anything, let us know. Right. Doesn't be long, but just let them know. I've never had anyone say, oh, my gosh, my contractor just is just communicating so much. Yeah. I'm so annoyed. Yeah said no one ever. Yeah. So it's just these little things that's really going to help set you apart. <laughs> so the next one is just follow through on your promise. So whatever you're telling the customer, all you're of these do, things we talked about, yeah. actually you have to do it. <laughs> yes. And this again is just something that's just huge. You have to just do what you say you're going to do. <laughs> well, do it. And like company cams, a good example of finding tools to make it easier. Mm-hmm. Don't promise things that are going to make your life harder. There are tools available, like company cam, to make it easier and better mm-hmm. because it improves your the experience for your customer and it makes it easy for you to do. So yeah. win-win. Yeah. And then the other part of it is just goes actually goes back to the listening portion. If you do exactly what they're looking for and asking for, they're going to be ecstatic with everything at the end because you fulfilled well, everything. And if you, you have that constant communication, like you said, especially with the pictures, mm-hmm. you can course correct pretty immediately if you need to because mm-hmm. they'll if there's something they don't like like i'm thinking to when we did our front patio in the front of our house we had the guys here working on it and you had told them to kind of go organically around this boulder that we have and i didn't like that i wanted it to just be symmetrical i don't it's hard to tell without showing the picture but anyway i know to watch for this stuff and so i was watching and i caught it pretty quick but if i was like a regular homeowner who wasn't home this could have easily been a miscommunication between a husband and wife, the husband yep. said, do this. The wife wants this. We all know the wife wins most of the time. So if you're <laughs> sending update pictures, uh, they'll catch it. And yep. you can catch problems before because it was no big deal to go ahead and like in our instance to fix how from how you had told them to do it. We caught it. It was like no big deal. We didn't have to like rip up a bunch of stuff, waste block or anything. And a lot of that can be solved and, and help prevent issues if you do this at the end of the day where your crew leader or whoever's in charge mm-hmm. goes through with a customer and just Shows them what's going on, make sure they're happy with everything. Yeah, absolutely. That eliminates a lot of headaches down the road. Yep. Uh, the other portion, I guess, to following through with your promise, at the end of the job, I'd like to do a final walkthrough checklist. Oh, for sure. So this is based on what you have done in your contract, but you actually walk through and they sign it saying that they agreed that you fulfilled everything in your contract, but you walk through and showed that you picked up the garbage, you blew off all the drives and sure. streets and all that stuff. You did everything. Uh, just having that done, for one, it protects you too, but mm-hmm. two, it ensures and like you've done everything on part your part. All right, now let's okay. get paid. <laughs> Sometimes people have like basement window screens and it's like, okay, if you're walking through and showing that you blew off all the molds, you did everything. If that screen comes up ripped uh, three days later, it's like, well, that wasn't us. Sorry. Yep. We did a walkthrough that yep. mm, I don't oh, know yeah. what to tell you. <laughs> so just, I think that's, that's very important just mm-hmm. to kind of follow through what you promise. The last thing is... This one I've I know it could be a little bit controversial I guess is your team should look professional, and they don't have to have like button up shirts, 
but they should all be wearing, in my opinion, the same T-shirt or something. They should all look pretty professional. At least a cohesive look. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, different crew members will have different color shirts. That's okay. You know, no tour jeans or pants or anything like that. That just does not. And I get it. It's hot. But I'm just not a fan of the holy pants. And it. I prefer that you don't cut your shirt into your own tank top. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to provide your people with tank tops, I think that's okay. Yeah. But it's the, it's the DIYs that I'm like, come on, like yeah. just no. Yeah, and then they should be acting professional too on the job site. I prefer that they're not smoking on the job site, not chewing and spitting on the you know the ground. It's just not professional. And I personally, I would be. Are please don't leave your chew cup sitting out well, when that, you leave for the day, and then the homeowner comes home and there's a big old cup of spit or a Mountain Dew bottle full. Can of you spit. imagine they're spitting and their kids walk through that? Like it's no, gross. that'd be terrible. So just your crew should Little be things. Away. yes. But just, they should look professional. They should act professional. They Don't should talk professional. Don't take a leak in their backyard. We've had that. I know. these. I'm, I'm not making, <laughs> yeah. these are all things that I have seen. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not making these up. So, uh, you know, I know landscapers can be a bit rough, but keep the cussing down the, to the minimum. You know, don't be crude. Um, especially Watch in, the music that's playing, you know. just well, Yeah. If you're in a neighborhood yeah. and there's kids around. Yeah. yeah. You know, keep it kind of mellow just so the crews can listen to it. Just. Yeah. But just be have a fun day. I'm not oh, saying yeah. don't talk and don't joke around, but no. keep it PG. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody's watching. And it really to me a lot of, I mean I shouldn't say a lot, but it, it depends too. Like if you're in high end residential and you're acting your crews are acting stupid on there, yeah. You're probably not well, gonna get any other work. This so. might be a controversial statement too, but a lot of times too, if it's those like um townhomes or what are those like duplexes and stuff like that, a lot of times there's a lot of retired people. That have nothing else to do oh, that yeah. day but stand outside and watch what you're doing and be up in your business. Oh, yeah. So they will watch you all day long. <laughs> they will. They will. Yeah. So again, just just have everybody look professional, act professional. We're big proponents of having your crews be educated. That way, if the customer comes out and says, hey, I'd like to have it done this way, say a block wall. But your crews know that they can't do that without at least some the major crew. Changes. If you've got new people, yeah. I don't expect them to yeah. know that. But whoever's out running the, running their job, and if they don't know, don't lie. Yeah, say that they don't know, and that let they'll have check. to run it by somebody else. Yeah, let me check on that. I'll get back to you. Um, that's that's very important. But the crews should look professional. They should act professional. That's one of the big things. That's all part of that customer experience because your crews are out there, you know, however long it takes to do that project that whole time. So they have eyes everywhere. You know, everybody's got cameras everywhere. So just they need to act professional. That's true. My sister thinks she accidentally flashed our neighbor's ring doorbell like that was this morning. (laughs) So uh, there's there's cameras everywhere. It was accidental. I did something back. This is probably probably the early 90s. I was on a job site. And the guys dared me to eat a worm or a yes. grub or something. I can't, I've eaten both. So I'm not sure. But I ate one. And I remember hearing the customer inside yelling, ah. Yeah. But I didn't think they were home. So I'm like, that's kind of weird. I just kind of went on did my day. And like, whatever, 15 minutes later, the customer walks out or one, the spouse or something walks out. And she's, she's like, I remember saying to me, if you're that hungry, I'll make you something to eat. Like, ah, uh, you know, that that's not a good image to be putting out there. I know it's just a grub, but... Hopefully they took it well. Like, it depends on your customer. Yeah, but, but yeah. like, ah, uh, so I like, it really got me thinking. And this is, like said, probably... It's like 30 know, pretty, years ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. So I, I've grown up since then. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just one of those things. It's something simple like that. Yeah. It could be on a ring doorbell or it could be on one of the cameras <laughs> around everywhere. So just... Yes, everyone's got them. Be professional all the time. And this is something you have to teach your crews and make sure they're aware of it. They may not even think about these types of things, but just make them aware. So again... 
just follow those five tips. Make sure, let me recap here, make sure that you know, you're listening to their needs and wants. Be transparent. Be honest with them about everything that's going on. Over-communicate. That's the big one. Follow through what you say on your promises. And make sure your crews are being professional. All these items go into creating that great customer experience that you need and want in your business. And your customer experience isn't just while you're out there. It starts from the first time they see your trucks out somewhere or they hit your webpage or make a phone call to past when the job is done. When you're checking up on, you know, checking up with them a couple of weeks after, you mm-hmm. know, making sure they're still happy with whatever service you provided. So, you know, again, just look through everything that you do in your business when you go through the process with a customer from the very beginning all the way through, find any friction points that are going on and work on resolving them, just getting eliminated. That's the best way you can do. So, all right. You ready for some fun questions? I'm ready. Do you have a favorite coffee mug? And if so, what's on it or what makes it your favorite? Mm -hmm. Probably my favorite one is I have like a coral color one that you and the boys got me for like my birthday or Mother's Day or something. I don't know if it's going to be my new oh, coffee cup. Uh, you did get a new coffee mug that I enjoy using. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. 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 All right. What makes you feel old? Um, Not that you're old. I'm just rude. Um, <laughs> mostly like when new employees are coming on and I see their birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, stuff like that. I'm like, huh, look at that. Yep. I'm like, yeah, I was uh, I was out of high school or mm-hmm. I was out of college or, oh, that's real close to our kid's birthday. That's yeah. weird. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, that's mostly that. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you have a favorite number and any particular reason why you have it? Um, no, but I like odd numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, I set, like, alarms to always odd numbers. I don't know why, like. I'm never going to set my alarm for 6 a.m. It'll always be set for 6.03. strange to me. I don't know. Like, I, I understand odd numbers when plants and stuff, but I don't understand odd numbers in that aspect. I have no idea. It's just something that I have done for a very long time. Gotcha. Uh, and I just prefer it to, like, to set the thermostat on an odd number. Yeah. I don't know. It okay. made, I, I never said it made sense. I don't necessarily <laughs> have a favorite number. But I, for whatever reason, like odd numbers. All right, guys. So if you need any help with any of these uh Oh, and, well, and if you want to check through. out Company Cam, they're a sponsor. And we don't just like let anyone sponsor our podcast. Oh, yeah. It has to actually be something that we find useful. And this is a great, great instance as to where you can use that. So I'm sure we have links and yeah. stuff to all of that everywhere. Yep, yeah, I'll actually put it in the show notes, but it's down in the, in the lower part of the show notes all the time. But yeah, definitely check out Company Cam. It's one of those little things that you may not think you need, but once you have it and start implementing it, it's going to be like an eye-opening experience. Like, why didn't if we do this sooner? It's something as easy as using Company Cam that will set you apart from everybody else. Why not go for it? There's tons of other benefits to it, but that's just one of them right now. Yeah, so just definitely check it out. we got a special deal going on with them too. So Yeah, even better. Yep. Um, But the other thing is if you need help with getting this process or you need some fresh set of eyes to go through your sales process or your customer experience, let us know. We'll be willing to help you inside the academy. Yeah, we do have one-on-one coaching spots still available. And if you're not interested on one-on-one, there's always the group coaching you can join at that level, and then you can bring any questions that you have about any of this stuff to the group Q&A sessions that we have once a month. So either way, you will get your questions answered. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today, and have a great day. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. 